Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. David Perrond does join us here on 101 ESPN, your home of the Blues. They get ready to take on the Seattle Kraken in Seattle on Friday night. Good morning, Mr. Perron. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Everything's good. Okay, so you played for the expansion Vegas Golden Knights, so you didn't get the opportunity that you're going to get on Friday to go into a town for the first time because you were playing the home games with Vegas. What sort of excitement level is there for you to have that new NHL experience that you've never had before? Yeah, no, it's awesome. I think we're all looking forward to it, all excited uh, to get to a new city, uh, just like I guess we were um, playing every team when I, when I was in Vegas. Like uh, anytime you get to, there's uh, something new in the league, you want to be a part of it. And uh, I think that's a pretty cool experience for us to, to get to play against all 32 uh, teams now in the league. And uh, we, we only hear good things about the city there. David, another impressive victory for your team on Monday. Another come-from-behind victory. You guys lead the league with 14 this season. And I remember back in 2019 when you guys were going on your run, I believe it was Ryan O'Reilly that said, there's no panic in here. And it feels like this team has that in their DNA, too, that no matter the circumstances or the deficit, you guys never panic. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think you look at our lineup, we're pretty deep, and that's uh, probably a, a huge part of it. Uh, there's many ways we can score, and uh, I think we've shown that at times uh, over the last little while, so it's definitely been pretty impressive, pretty, pretty fun to be a part of, and uh, I mean, I, I still think we can play uh, better. I still think we can improve on a lot of uh, aspects of our game, but at the same time, there's a lot of really solid blocks that we can uh, build with, and that's great. What aspects of your game would you like to see your team improve upon? Well, I, I just think I, overall, I think we can play a little bit more heavy. I think in the old zone, I think we can get our four check going uh, even more than we have. Uh, but I, I mean, having said that, we've uh, we scored on so many of our opportunities, so it's not like almost like we've we've had to do it as much. But I think coming down the stretch here, when games get tighter, the scores uh, you don't score five, six goals a night. It's probably going to be more two-one games, and I think that's when these aspects will be even more key for our success. And, uh, I mean, I think we're going to learn as we go, too. I think we our, our lineup's been a lot, obviously, different uh, with Tomer and Cairo and getting uh, bigger opportunities and changes a lot of things. So, uh, And they do a really good job on the rush um, game uh, coming into the Ozone with a lot of speed. Uh, so I think it's up to the other guys to, to kind of step up in that area as well and, and help out that way. By the way, David, you talk about the young guys. I didn't realize what... Pavel Buchnevich was when the Blues got him. You guys don't see the East a lot. We didn't see the Rangers a lot. Has anything about his game or his ability surprised you? Yeah, well, you're right. We haven't played them in almost two years uh, before uh, this year that we'll go to New York again. So uh, quite a bit different. Uh, I mean, I, I think everyone is patience is how smart he is with the puck, uh, making little plays uh, that, that keeps the play uh, moving, basically, and He's shown a lot of poise. I think everyone's been impressed with that. I think he's a good all-around uh, offensive player. Uh, just a uh, pretty good shot as well. So, yeah, I mean, he's been clicking also when he plays with Vladio and plays with Barbie. Uh, he's, he's had some, some good chemistry with them, and um, it's awesome that, that we see, I think, on the on the power play too, playing with Tomer, playing with uh, Kairou. Uh, he's done a good job supporting them, uh, making uh, good little plays, and that uh, he's scored some important goals for us. 
Speaking of Barbie, Barbie David, another strong performance for him on Monday night. He's been having a great year. What sort of growth have you seen in his yeah. game and of him as a player from last season to this season? Uh, well, more ice time. That changes a lot of things. <laughs> I, I think last year um, we, uh, Orion and I played with him uh, a bit, and we loved playing with him. I think we, we had a good run there for like five, six games, and then I think he got hurt or something happened. Um, and, and then kind of things happen in, in hockey where uh, lineup changes every like five, ten games or so it seems like. And um, so I think he's been patient. Uh, just uh, that's that's what you got to be. Sometimes it doesn't go your way. You got to be a little bit, little bit patient for a few games, uh, five, ten game segments, and uh, things will come around. And I think for him, uh, he's done that. He's done a good job with his opportunity this year. David, as you know, we as fans are prisoners of the moment. So we watch the success that Ville Husso has had lately. And a lot of fans, a lot of media, it's been a discussion this morning uh, about the Blues goaltending situation. You guys have a very mature veteran team. How does a mature veteran team handle a hot goalie and a Stanley Cup champion goalie that has struggled a little bit in a dressing room? Yeah, well, I don't think that we see it that way as far as teammates. Uh, we just see it that uh, he's another guy in the room that we have to support. And at times it's it's not been anyone's fault other than the players in front of him that, that didn't um, shut down uh, a grade-A chance as good as we'd like. And we always look at that stuff. Uh, we never, I never really look uh, going to a game or after a game saying, look at a goal, tell the goalies have saved this one. It's kind of like, what could we have done before? Um to uh, to prevent that chance, basically, and I think each each and every guy in the room is looking at it the, a very similar way. And obviously, we're happy for Billy. He's played some really good hockey. And uh, again, I, I think with Benner, if if people feel that way, uh, just buying buying some time, buying him a couple weeks, so he can kind of gather himself, uh, get some confidence going again. And that's what it's all about. Uh, when you get a chance to, to get your confidence going again. Uh, Nothing's going to stop him. We've seen him before. And, David, it's interesting. We had Bernie Federko on earlier this morning, and I asked him about playing differently in front of other goalies. When you have a guy that has done for your team what Jordan Biddington has done and made the saves that he's made, it seems natural to me that you're going to maybe take some chances that you wouldn't take with another goalie and allow some grade-A chances that the other goalie might not see. Well, I mean, I touched on it before, too, uh, when Michelle asked the question, what we can do better, I think that's part of what can help everything. If you if you play longer in the ozone, if you play um, heavier and the other team doesn't have the energy, doesn't have the time uh, to, to go the other way, yeah, you, you at times, like, we, we've had so many good rush chances, uh, but I also think it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's in a, a time that can go the other, other way really quickly on you. You can allow a lot more playing that game versus playing heavier in the ozone, all that stuff, so I think that's part of it. I think as we go deep down the stretch here, we're going to have to, to, to play more that way, and that's going to allow us to, to play even better uh, team defense. David, it was a special night at Enterprise Center on Monday honoring Chris Pronger as his number went into the rafters. He gave your team a speech before pregame, and one thing that he said really popped out at me. He said, have fun, it goes fast. And I kind of thought of you because here you are. You've been in the league since 2007. Can you believe that you've been at this for 15 years now? Um, I mean, yes and no. And definitely when you hear those speeches, uh, you, you do go into a game, uh, it, it hits home even more. You're right. Like every single day going to the ring. Um, kind of having a little bit of a tougher stretch right now myself, but it, it kind of puts things in perspective. You go back during with a smile on your face, enjoying every single moment and um, keep pushing. You got to keep pushing, keep getting better. And 
definitely those guys um, having uh, Keith Kitchuk, having uh, Prongs uh, say those type, those type of things is, is huge. A um, couple of us met up with, with him also uh, after a game, kind of congratulate him, things like that. So um, definitely uh, it's great having those influences around yourself, around the city. I think fans are, I don't know if uh, people in St. Louis realize how, how lucky uh, that we are, I guess. You, you got Wayne Gretzky in town. You got Keith Chuck, Al McInnes, Bronger. I mean, you're talking about, like, some of the better players that ever played the game, and they, they choose to stay in St. Louis. Uh, I mean, it's a credit to the people here. I'll, I'll, I'll they treat people everything. So um, I, I'm just another guy that uh, really enjoy the city as well and want to keep it going as long as possible. Hey, David, before we let you go, it's amazing how – in this conference and specifically in this division, the other teams always seem to win. When you guys aren't playing, you wake up in the morning and the other teams always won. How much attention do you pay to what the other teams are doing when you aren't playing them? Or do you just kind of yeah. put your head down and, and do your thing? Yeah, I think uh, it's still the time of the year. Uh, a little bit of the dog days of the season between game 30 to 50, it's kind of like you don't really see the end of it just yet. And then once you get past like halfway point, um, in, in two or three games, and then you get towards game 50, and now like you, you kind of see the end of the season coming. You kind of see how you have to build your game, how your team's uh, playing out. Um, so at this point, for me, I don't really look at, at other teams, other stand, the, the standing too much. I think it's something that we're aware of, but uh, maybe when you get to 65, 70 game, um, you know, all points are even more crucial at that time, and I also think that's why games are getting tighter. I think uh, coaches don't accept mistakes the same way that they do early in the part of the season like we are right now because you know how crucial that, that turnover can be to, to lose a point one way or the other. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that time of the year. I think it's it's more my game definitely to, to play those those moments, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. David Perron, you're always great. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good trip. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. See you later. Bye. That's Blues Forward, David Perron. He is terrific, and it's great to have him with us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.